Know which foods are causing inflammation. It could be as simple as one slice of cheese a day that's creating all this cystic acne. It's like accumulating inflammation in your body. And after weeks and weeks and months and months of eating one slice of cheese a day, you have a face full of cystic acne. And then when someone says go dairy free, you might be like, well, I don't eat that much. Just like one slice of cheese a day. But that's enough to do the damage. So you really want to know what is creating this drama. Doctor said you got PCOS. Now go on, girl, just lose some weight. Till I took the symptoms into my own hands and reversed them naturally. So I became a dietitian to help my sisters feel the best they've ever felt. Take a step in my direction if you wanna put them wrong and take control of yourself. Join a sister and a This episode could not have come at a better time. I mean, I don't know how the stars aligned, how the wills of nature came for this episode to happen on today. But today, Talene, explain where you went this morning. Okay. Let me just, let me just introduce you to my skincare history. All right. So I used to use a bunch of weird products and then um, somebody told me that like the less you do the better it is and your skin will make its like natural oils and like your cystic acne will magically go away and I had really really bad cystic acne and I had tried so many things expensive cheap whatever like nothing worked until I went gluten and dairy free and it fixed my cystic acne that was happening but after going gluten and dairy free and my cystic acne went away I was like cool so like that person told me I'm gonna do a really light skincare routine and not mess with my skin and just let it like naturally do its thing so for years I've kind of had a pretty light routine I use glycolic acid face wash and moisture and like nothing crazy um but i do have like really oily skin and like i don't know like i'm 30 now and things are changing and it's just like i need a little help so i wanted to have a laser treatment done what was, are you gonna say babe? I, I was just gonna say i can attest for the oily skin not that uh, not oh, that it is a up. you know deal breaker or Please. anything like that i'm just not saying it's a deal breaker okay. but the oil does sometimes rub off <laughs> so so I saw on Instagram, a lot of influencers were doing something called Fraxel laser treatments. And I was like, cool, that looks like it's going to get this hyperpigmentation off my skin that happened from the sun or the cystic acne. And I want like clear skin, not like something I have to like cover up a lot of dark spots that happened from the acne and sun and stuff. So I was like, I'll go get Fraxel done. So I called this dermatologist down the street and the lady was like, listen, if you do this, your skin will clear up and then all the pig hyperpigmentation will come back with more of a vengeance. And she's like, look at like these dark spots on your skin. Like these are from some of the laser treatments that I've done in the past. She said that you've done in the past. She said, and she's like, look, they're like right next to each other, like tick, 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 like in a line, like that's the zapper, the laser zapper. And I was like, what the F? are you telling me right now? 
Okay, I did skin laundry laser treatments, which were great on my skin. But then after that, I did some other ones that I do think messed up my skin because I was fine before I did them, kind of. Yeah, you have to be careful because so, some of these things are really, like, you know, you, intrusive it, onto your skin. It might not be right for your skin tone. And the person selling you the laser treatment might not say that to you because, you know, it's a laser clinic and, like, that's what they do and... Maybe they just like want to make a buck. I don't know. Sirak. What? Interrupt I my can't story. <laughs> just kidding. So today on this episode, we're going to talk about skincare. And I just so happened to go to the dermatologist today. How coincidental. So she told me I can't do the Fraxel laser treatment. She's like, what you should do is have a proper day and night skin routine mm-hmm. with the proper face washes, like dermatological grade dermatological dermatologist graded skin products and exfoliants and things like that and you know what i'm gonna give it a try so i bought some of the products i'm gonna give it a try she said in like six months my skin will transform honey transform me everyone will see on instagram in the next six months what happens to my face i mean i love the fact that she even said Oh, like, don't just go and do the treatment. Let's first see if we can make these modifications, you know? Yeah, me too. That's a pretty, like, I like that, you know? It's similar to what we do, right? Like, we talk about, like, instead of just first going and starting with birth control or metformin or, you know, even, like, doing these drastic things. The most intense thing that you could possibly do. Let's go and start by, you know, focusing on the root issues naturally. She was actually so, like, this is really funny and we'll move on, but she was so abrupt with me and brutal. She gave me the hand mirror and she's like, look, look at your pores. Look at this oil. (sighs) She's like, you're 30 years old and you're not using face wash. (laughs) Like, oh my God, she's right. That's pretty intense. That's pretty intense. So... But, you know, sometimes you just got to be like kind of just like just straightforward. I mean, I had other priorities. It was to stop the cystic acne from happening in the first place. Yeah. And I got that down. So yeah. this is the next phase, I guess. Okay. So when will we get our next update from you in regards to this treatment and what you're doing now? Well, when I see progress, I will update everyone on the podcast and okay. I will tell you how my face looks. Okay. Well, I mean, again, this is a good timing because today we're going to talk about some skincare tips. We're going to give you our five uh, best tips for, you know, skincare tips for PCOS. So good timing. Uh, Before we get to that, let's do a little Q&A session, just answering some questions from Instagram, YouTube, and TikTok all around the world. First one is from Passant Hamad. Is spearmint different than mint? Great question. You know, it is. I thought it wasn't, but it is. Spearmint is one thing and then peppermint is another thing, but spearmint is the one that's been studied for PCOS women and has shown to help reduce testosterone. That's why we always say try to drink three cups a day. Yes. Yeah, they have, uh, of course, different flavor and different, you know, components of, you know, how they're made up that obviously has different effects on people. Cool. Uh, Next question is from... Uh, Sarah, and this is in regards to a post we had about painful periods and how painful periods are not normal. And her statement is, I was told PCOS does not cause pain. I faint from the pain, but was told I might have endometriosis. But my gynecologist told me pain is normal. Oh, wow. So what's your thoughts about that? Just like pain uh, being associated with periods and like, is that normal? Is that 
you know so yeah i've learned that pcos is not associated with pain and if you have pain it might be something else so yeah it could be endometriosis um i would never accept pain as quote-unquote normal and something you have to live with especially when it comes to things like this i'm a firm believer that there is some kind of solution for everything there are a lot of studies around endometriosis and i know there are some saying that going gluten and dairy free can really help you just have to do it for a long t- it's not like a one month thing it's like up to eight months like at the eight month mark you'll see the difference because gluten and dairy can be very inflammatory and this is an inflammatory condition and i mean just to add to that too like sometimes we talk about irregular periods and like painful periods can also be you know irregular as well so that's something to think about as as well that's considered irregular like it's not just this like normal side effect it's something you can manage Okay, last question before we move on to our five tips is from R. Sidhu. Hey, does Ovacetol have any side effects? I get inflammation in my body, uh, also the points mentioned above, planning to conceive. So uh, does Ovacetol have any side effects? So of course, it can depend on each each uh, individual person. But what we'll say is in a, in a study where they compared inositols to metformin, I'm sure you uh, heard me say this many times, they found that they both had the same results, except that metformin had five times the amount of side effects. So in the study, it basically shows that um, inositols, inositols had a much uh, reduced side effects compared to metformin, and they're both basically doing the same thing in terms of helping with insulin resistance. So with that being said, based on those studies, maybe one can maybe uh, deduce that maybe side effects are minimal, but again, it's uh, individual to each person. So that's what I would say. And if you're interested in uh, Ovastol, especially for like, if you're planning to conceive, Ovastol has been shown to help with egg quality, menstrual regularity, ovulation, all things that are really important for, for conceiving. So it is definitely, uh, definitely can be a great supplement for that. We have a link in the description of this episode for Ovastol with a 15% off code. And pretty soon we'll be we'll be actually doing international shipments for Ovacetol from Ovafit. So stay tuned for that. We're gonna have that coming soon. Cool. All right, babe. Are you ready to jump into it? Yes. What's our what's the first skincare tip for PCOS? Okay. The first skincare tip is to start off with a bit of a simplified skincare routine because I know when you have really painful cystic acne and you're really just, you want to like scrub it off, squeeze it off, like do any treatment that it takes. There are lots of really expensive things out there that are only temporary fixes. Sometimes people take Accutane and that helps, um, but it can be really harmful on your insides and we can go down a whole like rabbit hole with that. It's a very dangerous medication if you ask me but you don't really have to do that because if you have cystic acne it's a sign of chronic inflammation and that's something you can manage before you go into this rabbit hole of really intense skincare yeah why don't you give us a a kind of like a rundown like a step-by-step of a of a simple skincare routine Well, I'll give you a simple one because I'm hardly qualified at this point in my life to give you like a really in-depth one, apparently. (laughs) What do you mean? But because the lady was like, so like, she was like, what are you doing? (laughs) But um, I will say that certain things are really helpful, like a glycolic acid face wash. 
which the dermatologist today was very proud of me for having that, but I only use it once a day. She said I should use it twice. <laughs> but anyways, glycolic acid is something that's great if you have acne prone skin. So glycolic acid face wash. I also use a glycolic acid exfoliating peel once a week. I use the goop one, but I might stop that now that I got something else. But anyways, that actually helped as well with making my skin really bright and clear. Also, hyaluronic acid. I know a lot of people talk about it, but this is great. It can help increase your skin's moisture without having a negative impact on your oil. So it's not going to make you super oily. Mm. Um, so hyaluronic acid is great. And as for moisturizers, you really want to be careful because they could clog your pores and make your cystic acne worse. I've always like swapped moisturizers, tried this, tried that. I don't know like which one's the best. So I would just change things up to see if I would really like one and stick to it. And I've gone through a lot of horrible experiences, horrible, horrible with <laughs> moisturizers because my God, I have acne prone skin and they will just get under my skin and turn into acne immediately. So, mm -hmm. And then SPF every day. SPF, like, S like sunscreen basically, right? Yes. Like 30 or 5 or 10, 15, like something that's um, minimal? The lady said to use sunscreen that has zinc in it, 9%, she said. Oh, okay. So I bought that today ladies interesting <laughs> yeah, well, should do a story series on it the day this episode releases I so everyone should. can kind of see like what you're doing now yeah I think that'd be a good idea my makeup has moisturizer i mean spf in it so i mm -hmm. was never really concerned but then she told me that i should be using something with like a zinc base i see so i'll post about it okay cool 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 cool, cool. Did you hear about that sister who took Ovacetol and finally got her period after a year of not having one? Incredible. I see those kinds of messages on Instagram a lot. How does that even happen? Well, Ovacetol helps with healing insulin resistance, a common root issue that most PCOS sisters have. And by targeting insulin resistance, we're seeing sisters kick those crazy cravings, finally regulate their periods, ovulate, and improve their egg quality. Each packet of Ovacetol has a 40 to 1 ratio of myo-inositol and d inositol This ratio is similar to the ratio that should be found in the body. But with women like me who have PCOS, this ratio is often imbalanced. So taking Ovacetol can be super effective in treating insulin resistance starting from the root of the issue. So awesome. It tastes like nothing. So just warn me when you put it in a cup so I don't drink it. You got it, boo. Check out the link in the description to get 15% off your order. Oh, and by the way, um, this episode, we have a blog article for this episode which kind of like highlights some of the things that we're talking about here including some products we'll put that link in the podcast description so you can go to the description of this episode click that and you can read this episode basically in a blog format and you know click on any of the links see some of the products etc etc all right second tip what do we got time all right the second tip is to master your diet know which foods are causing inflammation. I mean, it could be as simple as one slice of cheese a day that's creating all this cystic acne. It's like accumulating inflammation in your body. And after weeks and weeks and months and months of eating one slice of cheese a day, you have a face full of cystic acne. And then when someone says go dairy-free, 
You might be like, well, I don't eat that much. Just like one slice of cheese a day. But that's enough to do the damage. Yeah. So you really want to know what is creating this drama. I know going gluten and dairy free is something that made a huge difference in my skin. And there was a time where I was still eating one slice of cheese a day, like just the smallest slice. And it was enough to give me horrible cystic acne. It just accumulated day after day. And my skin was awful. And, you know, during COVID, uh, when we were quarantined, I wasn't even exposed to gluten and dairy. Like it wasn't in the house and we weren't going anywhere. And I had never yeah. had better skin in my life. It's definitely a little harder when you're out and about in like yeah. you know, restaurants. And, and things like that we don't even go out and about that often. But that much is enough for me to be contaminated here and there mm -hmm. and to create acne. And yeah, then, it makes a difference. I also know people who it makes such a big difference um, when they consume sugar. And I mean any sugar, like one drop of honey in their tea is enough. Not one drop. I'm being dramatic, but honey in their tea or like just like sweeteners, things like this that they eat every day, just a little bit accumulates and is enough to create this like small cyst, not even cystic, just like acne on your face. So um, mm -hmm. you'd be surprised at how, if you have like acne prone skin, how sensitive it can, can be. So your diet is really important. Yes, absolutely. Find out what works for you. Yeah, exactly. Great. I mean, it, it just goes back to what the person today said and what, you know, you've been hearing about your skin, just like the root natural issues, like diet, the products you're using day to day, all that kind of stuff before mm -hmm. you get to like to the most extreme things. Of right. Right. Getting to the, like damaging the skin, possibly getting all those laser treatments and yeah. <laughs> crazy expensive things. All right. All right. Tip number three is getting enough sleep. So I'll make my cheesy joke right now. They call it beauty sleep for a reason. <laughs> so the reason why is because when you're sleeping, your body's essentially repairing, you know, your skin cells, repairing any damage that happened throughout the day, either from the sun or from whatever uh, may have happened, scratches, etc. So your body is basically using the time you're sleeping to repair like your entire body including your face and anywhere else. So when you don't get enough sleep, there's not enough time for your body to repair. And it can basically like, you know, if you've ever seen someone who does who hasn't gotten enough sleep for a few days, what do they look like, right? They look kind of like tired. Their face looks a little bit... Drab. Drab. Exactly. So that's what, that's what we're basically... I know uh, because that's what I look like sometimes. Yeah. Not to mention like, like the sleep patterns, they support your immune health, your mental health, hormone levels... Uh, blood sugar levels, which is really important because um, studies have shown that when you have poor sleep, it actually increases insulin resistance, which can then lead to higher cortisol, your stress levels. And then that does create a whole like habit and like a cycle of unhealthy eating habits, uh, being stressful, having cravings due to insulin resistance. So um, this all also can, you know, lead to uh, developing acne and affecting your skin health as well. That's a really good point and leads me to my next point, which is number four, combating stress. Stress can really spike your cortisol and wreak havoc on your blood sugar. And as a result, whenever you have blood sugar issues, it shows up in so many different ways. One of them being poor quality skin and acne and also cravings and just not getting quality sleep the next night. So the endless cycle of symptoms that can come from stress and symptoms that can create more stress. And it's like this vicious cycle that happens. 
is really something to be aware of because it's something we have more control over than you think. Um, I'm not saying that you have to like remove all the stress from your life, but little things can make a difference. Like swapping your intense workout for something that's a slow weighted workout or taking walks throughout the day. Like studies show that it reduces cortisol. You know, you can also try doing yoga or meditating, just anything that helps you manage what's going on in your life better. Yeah. Very well said, babe. Very well said. All right. The last tip, something probably most people are uh, curious about is supplements. So there are obviously like so many different supplements out there that you can take for skincare. So many different companies, so, so many different ones out there. Um, there are a couple that will highlight. Uh, first of them is omega-3. Why is omega-3 like a really important one for, for skin? Yeah. So fish oil um, has omega-3 in it. And you're probably like, oh my gosh, oil, that's the worst thing that I could put in my body because it's going to give me like more acne. But actually, actually, <laughs> actually <laughs> it is anti-inflammatory. And that is what we're looking for when it comes to chronic inflammation that's creating cystic acne. And I mean, your skin is kind of reflecting the inflammation in your body. So if you're taking supplements like omega Omega three to support your inflammation and combat it, then you're doing good. So omega three is definitely one of those that help regulate acne causing hormones. Then you have multivitamins. Mm -hmm. um, this is really important. Like having just having PCOS, it can rob you of a lot of different nutrients because we have these sporadic nutrient gaps because of the inflammation, because we're not able to absorb vitamins and minerals effectively due to chronic stress and inflammation in our bodies. So we have reduced B12 levels, um, a lot of critical vitamins and minerals that are missing because we take medications like birth control or metformin. Oh, and I was just going to say like, like, some people, you know, talk about like some of the best uh, vitamins for your skin, like like we were saying earlier. So you want to make sure your multivitamin has some of those really important vitamins. Mm -hmm. For example, like vitamin D has been shown to really be uh, beneficial for skin. Vitamin C, vitamin E, as you probably know, this right. vitamin E in so many products, vitamin K. The list goes on, but those are like those are will be our top four. Obviously, zinc, selenium. There's ones like that. So you want to find a uh, a multivitamin that you know includes all those into one, so you're not taking like a bunch of them at the same time. Well, we also included a multivitamin in our supplement bundle, Metabolism Plus, because how, of how important it is for PCOS women. I mean, we are robbed of nutrients that are essential for our metabolic hormones and not just metabolism, but also skin, hair, facial hair, acne, all of these things are affected by these nutrient gaps. And so we made sure that this multivitamin was full of the nutrients that we're mis missing. I'm talking methylated B vitamins. I'm talking magnesium, zinc, vitamin D, C, E, K, the whole nine yards. There are so many vitamins in this multivitamin yeah. that I could barely read the label. <laughs> or like for like the ones that we just talked about, like the vitamin E, K, D, C is all there like that, that we just mentioned in terms of, um, you know, for skincare. So that's really good. Zinc, selenium, it's all there. So mm. yeah, like it's a, it's a great option if you do want to choose 
are uh, PCOS multivitamin as a multivitamin for your skincare needs. Yes. Um, oh, Metabolism Plus also includes an omega-3 supplement in there. Yeah. It is sourced from 100% sustainable wild-caught Alaskan pollock. I love saying that. From the Gulf of Alaska. I'm really proud of it because yeah. it is NSF certified and meets the standards for the Marine Stewardship Council for sustainability. There's like so many accolades with the omega-3 that we yeah. chose because I actually remember studying omega-3 in school and how a lot of them are like rancid and um, hard to absorb and not pure and all of these things. And you can sell supplements on a shelf without having them third-party tested. And for all you know, you could be swallowing canola oil. You yeah. have no idea because it's not third-party tested. Mm -hmm. So that's why it was really important for us to find the right omega-3 um, there is just a lot out there on the shelves and who knows what's in them. Yeah, very important. And yeah, so if you want to order from uh, OvaFit or Metabolism Plus Bundle, you can just go to the description of this episode or just go straight to ovafit.org, O-V-A-F-I-T, O-V-A-F-I-T.org. And you can order the bundle, basically the omega-3, the multivitamin and the uh, curcumin and coq10 comes all together in the same bundle so you basically have all your pcos supplement needs in a three-month supply so yeah bundle them all together for you exactly awesome well let's move on to that's our five tips so let's move on to the wins of the week if you're new to our uh, podcast the wins of the week are sisters who are managing their symptoms losing weight and basically showing pcos who the boss is who is it it's you Sarah Elizabeth Baxter says, I woke up this morning and realized how much hair growth I've been having after really taking my diet and spearmint tea seriously the last three months. I'm beyond thankful for the sisterhood and the results I'm already seeing. That's she amazing. posted this message in our private Facebook group in the sisterhood. The sisterhood is our membership program. It's linked in the description. She included a beautiful photo of herself showing all these baby hairs that are growing back. It is so cool. Yeah. This is amazing. Like, this is progress, people. Great inspiration. They're baby hairs. Like, there they are. They weren't there. Now they are. Great amazing. inspiration for anyone who has ex who is experiencing hair loss and is wanting to go on the spearmint journey. Mm -hmm. This is proof that it can literally work. And, yeah, great job, Sarah. It's one of the things that I really want to include one day in our shop page. Yeah. Spearmint tea. All right. Uh, next one is from Elizabeth from the uh, Sisterhood. So before I found Talia and Siak's podcast, whoop, whoop, I had gone many years with no period. Since going gluten and dairy-free, better sleep, and doing slow-weighted workouts, in the last year, I've gone in six cycles. My husband and I want to have kids soon, and last month, I started taking OvaFit supplements along with my Ovastol. And this week, my LH peaked super high for the first time since I've been tracking it. She says for six months. So, so I know now I'm ovulating. Thank you guys so much. All you have shared has changed my life in the last year. Uh, that is amazing, Elizabeth. We're so I'm happy. so happy for you. Yeah, we're so happy. The Ovafit, the uh, Ovastol, the sisterhood, all of it, going gluten dairy free has helped you so like this. And we really hope you, uh, you know, an amazing journey in your pregnancy journey as you are looking to conceive with your loved one. So, yeah, we wish you the best and we're always here to help you. 
That's awesome. The other day I did a story series on Instagram about progesterone and how these supplements in our OvaFit bundle, our Metabolism Plus bundle, how they have been studied and show to improve progesterone levels, improve ovulation. And she's literally proof that you can do it. That She's literally proof of our supplements. Yeah. Doing what the studies say that they would yeah. do. Yeah. I mean, it's not... <laughs> It, the proof is in the, the studies, proof is right? In the, pudding. the proof is in the studies, and the supplements are just you know working as the studies have shown them to work. So we're we're not doing anything magical, right? Exactly. We're just, we're just bringing the studies oh to life God. by giving it supplements that reflect those studies. That's really all I it is. Just, it's not. It's nothing magical. You know what? You have such a good point, and I'm gonna do a story series about that too. Yeah. There's a lot of different supplement blends out there that claim, not claim. I'm not. I'm not trying to put them down, but. There are supplement blends out there that are like, this blend will help you with your um, PCOS or with your this, with your that. And although they have some of the ingredient that does show to help with that issue, maybe it's hirsutism, maybe it's acne, but does it have the amount that was in the study? Are the yeah. are you taking what the participants in the study took? And what's the quality and of that what of was that the specific quality, ingredient? The absorbability, like what what is it? You know what I mean? And that's what's important. That's what drives results. And that's how we designed Metabolism Plus. Yeah. We looked at the studies. It said 250 milligrams of this. And that's what we did. And that's what we put in it. Yeah. So to kind of give you an idea how that works, for example, like a company can put hundred milligrams of curcumin and say you're getting hundred milligrams but then your body's only able to absorb let's just say um, less than half because it's a poor quality curcumin however when you have a really higher quality curcumin like ours you're able to absorb a hundred percent so you're getting the full dosage as it's intended so that that's where like it can make big differences with the different qualities of supplements so with that said again overfit is in the description if you want to order let's go to our last win yes Beth Solano says, a delicious breakfast this morning. I had gluten-free French toast, half a banana, tablespoon almond butter, and some a tablespoon of SF, oh, sugar-free syrup, like San Francisco, <laughs> uh, to drink pumpkin spice protein shake. 40 grams of protein to start off my day. Nice. That's awesome. So many people ask, how can I have 40 grams of protein? This is a great example, so great yeah. job, Beth. Throw in the protein shake. I think that's yeah. wonderful. I love that you're following our five steps to PCOS weight loss. Clearly, you watched our videos in the sisterhood. Again, I've linked the sisterhood in the description. We have something called the five steps to PCOS weight loss, and it's a video series where I talk about all the different things you can do to improve blood sugar control and weight loss and naturally be able to become the weight that your body wants to be without all the inflammation and without all of the stress that PCOS can cause on your body. So with that being said, 40 grams of protein in the morning. Yes, that is the goal. You mm -hmm. go, girl. Yeah, sounds great. Sounds great. Awesome. So yeah, all that information is in the description of this episode. If you want to find out more, if you want to join the Sisterhood community and chat with other sisters, uh, just join us um, at the Sisterhood. You can find it at PCOSWeightLoss.org. And if you want to learn more about the five skincare tips, you can find a link to that blog with all that information. And of course, the OvaFit supplements as well. Tanya, we're all looking forward to your skincare journey. You, you keep us updated in the next couple of weeks. I will. Give us, maybe make, maybe make a reminder for next 
or maybe two weeks from now oh, when we I, record I, to kind of bring it up? Believe you me. Believe I you br- I. I will only... It's believe you I. It's not. I think it is. You fool. I went to Harvard. Okay. Believe you me, I will bring it up. Okay. All right. You can DM us, sisters. You can always tell us, hey, girl, what happened to your skin? Yeah, you forgot. <sighs> All right, sisters. Well, thank you so much. Uh, we hope you have a great rest of your week. We love you, and we'll talk to you next week. Talk to you soon, sisters. Take care. Bye. If you enjoyed listening to this podcast, you have to come check out The Sisterhood. It's my monthly membership site where sisters just like you are learning how to move through the stages of PCOS. From stage one, cold and alone at the doctor's office, to stage five, nailing the PCOS lifestyle, gluten and dairy free. Get ready to finally feel in control of your body again.